Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And this is Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy Billy and Jen. Jen. Cheers. Cheers, babe. Hey, uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. (laughs) It's the most beautiful time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, I love when you sing. Oh, you do? You're a good singer. Bells will be ringing. Dinging. (laughs) Oh, you just took a Christmas carol and made it inappropriate. (laughs) No, I did. I said dinging. Ring a ding. Please say it again. Could you, could you sing one more time? I really love that. Bells will be ringing. Sad, sad news. Real breath they like. Oh, what a Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, uh, thanks for joining us. This isn't uh, Sing Along with Billy and Jen. This is Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Coffee Talk, because we like British accents. We do love the I'm British. I'm from New Zealand and Australia. No, you're not. You're oh. from Georgia. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> kind of boring. Interesting thought, though. My wife was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. All I'm of a our southern kids girl. were born there. Yeah, but you don't have Good a southern food, accent. some fun. Well, my parents traveled a lot. They lived in Anchorage, California, so they never had a thick accent. And I never picked it up, so there's Do your that. best southern bell accent. Hey, y'all, what you doing? Come over, girlfriend. Let's go hang out. Oh, wow. That's actually pretty good. Oh, thanks. You've never had a, a southern accent. I can kind of do like, a, you know, like I'm from Chicago and all. You know, okay, like, hey, Rocky. how you doing? My name is Rocco. <laughs> Okay, Christmas is my favorite time of the year, True. and we do Christmas well, babe. I would have to say you're like Santa Claus. You almost take it what to the, the next heck? level. You have a Christmas village. The tree is so large, we can't even fit it in our house. Everything is decorated. Did, if you had did you your just call way, me Santa Claus. If you had your way, we'd probably <laughs> drop like thousands of dollars on deck oh, one day. Absolutely. And then outside lights. You were absolutely. like, babe, I'm going to hang some lights. It's going to take about you know two hours. It took you eight hours. Go big or go home. Uh, Did we almost die? As me and my sons and my brother yeah, climbed I, like, on top of the roof, pitch black, and you're like hanging from the tip of our our roof. Yes, I was. Oh and Jesus, please don't let him break his. It's legs. worth it. It's for the baby Jesus. But it's Christmas season, <laughs> and I've found being almost forty and our kids almost grown that it's hard to slow down the older you get like because i think little kids when they're little they make you kind of want to do all the little christmas things because it's they're young and like, everything is wonder you live vicariously their eyes are like yeah. light up with everything and now i'm like oh that they kind of could care not care and so it's like finding our groove this year has been a little different for the season yeah but i think we're doing a good job yeah we are i'm getting a snow village going i've yeah. been collecting the it looks year really great yeah we have two christmas trees this year yeah a real one and a fake one you wanted three and that was getting a little crazy oh i'm gonna get three you're getting a little crazy one day i'm gonna get for all those who have three trees wow (laughs) we have three tree kind of family um so i think in in lights of the holidays our topic today we wanted to talk about um how do you unwind or resting um the bible actually talks a lot about rest and it's super important and we have found i'm 42 you're 27 okay yep um, Let's just keep lying about that. The body and personality and energy of a 27-year-old. Oh, I, I could agree with that. Okay. It's, it's, um, all, it's all in the mental mind. But we have learned that we have to be a lot more intentional to uh, to rest, like to, to force ourselves to rest. Sometimes you can go on vacation and you're more exhausted from vacation. Exactly. Than from real life. That's real. So like my, so like, um, I've had those a good friend of ours and pastor in our church, Judah Smith, always says like, you know. Um, boring is sexy. <laughs> and like, oh, that is such a good <laughs> preach that preacher. You know preach what I mean? That, preacher. <laughs> um, it kind of is right because you would just want to kind of unwind and rest. And we have a hashtag that we got to live by in our family. Like unwinding is an art. It is an art. Um, it takes to, work almost to kind of get to that point. Yeah, it's a skill. I, in fact, I think like how do you unwind? How do you rest? And this time of season is a great time to talk about it. And I think it's natural in culture just to kind of like you know 
get super and frenzied. creating margin. This is the first year that uh, on our vacation before the vacation ended, I was insisting on us literally mapping out all of our rest times throughout the year because it's been so crazy. We kind of get to the end of ourselves and I find that I fight with you more. I don't like you at some points. What? We argue all, all it is is because just we just have little ninja comments we haven't like had that. The time you don't to like, like me, you know, rest. And so we, we sat down at the end of our vacation and for the record. I August. like you. And you can you keep interrupting. It's so rude. My oh, God. you don't like me for that too. Okay. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, we we took time <laughs> to actually plan out like at least four times in the year for you and I to get away, and then you know a two week vacation with our family. And I feel such a sense of relief already because I know what's coming. Like I can kind of expect you know in just a couple of weeks we're literally gonna have like seven days off, and then in February we're taking another four days for our anniversary. Yeah, and are. then like in July around my birthday, we're doing something else. And then, you know, in August. So it, we create this margin, which is been... Make note, do something for her birthday. Yeah. Got it. Keep going. So oh, anyway. there's no place like home okay, okay. for the holidays. But the point is, right. is that it takes... It takes actually some focus and energy to actually sit down and say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to craft out margin for rest. Well said. And that's kind of what we want to talk. Can I read a scripture verse? I don't think we've ever read a scripture verse. Ooh, I love from it. From the end, the, the book of antiquity the called the Bible. One? Yeah, it is. Like Man, it. you stole my thunder. Okay. okay. But I, I love this verse and I want to read it. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if you're listening to our podcast and you're like, I'm not a Bible person. That's totally cool. I happen to be a Bible person, but you and I could still be friends. In fact, um, I'd love to be your friend. And it doesn't have to revolve around the Bible. But this is one that has kind of helped us, right? Kind of. Um, understand rest and how we unwind. And I put it this way. Um, you're going to take an escape somewhere. Like you're going to escape life. So either you plan that escape or, or that just es- or you just escape. And I think if we don't plan our escapes, if we're not intentional, the escapes we take could be very detrimental, right? right. To like, marriage, to life, yeah, to family. They could be moral. They could be illegal, unethical, um, just something we never do because you need escapes. Mm-hmm. And so I think we need to plan like how we're going to escape and when we're going to escape. That's good. Um, Come to me. This is Matthew 11. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden. I'll give you rest. This is Jesus talking in the scriptures. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, which is what I want for Christmas, by the way. Rest for my souls. A new iPhone and rest for my souls. Ooh, you do? You want a new iPhone? (laughs) Yeah, I just thought I'd drop that, but really I want rest for my soul. Get a new iPhone. And he goes on to say this, for my yoke is easy, and my, my burden, burden is light. light. I love that. And if you know you're in like a preacher. I have like a love hate about this verse. You hate <laughs> it's like what is the it? holy scripture? Well, it's okay. like how is like, I always look at this and like, yeah, it's great, but I can't do it really. It's really I hard. I feel you on that because when I read that, it says my yoke is easy, my burden is light. I'm like, it doesn't always feel easy. It doesn't always feel light. If I'm just being honest for a second, right? Like I know, you know, that's probably not what you should say in church circles. Like, we should be like, his yoke is easy, <laughs> amen, and his burden is light. Hallelujah. Preach it, preach but I'm like, it. I don't feel that all the time, man. Not at all. Um, not at all. Okay, if you're if you're out of work this Christmas season and you can't buy gifts for the kids, I bet you you probably wouldn't describe that as easy, easy right? Um, when, babe, when you, had, when you had open heart surgery at age 22 and you almost died on the operating table and... We had to go through all of that, and thank God, God worked it all out. But in the midst Total of that, miracle. had you come up to me and been like, "Hey, how would you? How would you? What adjective would you put on this situation?" Or not? I doubt I would have said light or easy. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Like sometimes Completely it's not hard. easy and it's not light. In oh. fact, it's the opposite of easy the and the opposite of light. Correct? 
Yeah. So what do we do when scripture kind of like contradicts? It's like, okay, so my yoke is easy and burn is light. Part of me wants to just say false. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> false. Uh, Jesus is lying. A complete lie. <laughs> no. Oh, God. And, but we, we go. actually don't believe that. Right. So I think, I think the answer is found in Jesus' words right here. He says, my yoke is easy. Right. And my burden is light. So the thought is that it's his. It's his yoke. It's his burden. So what it's insinuating for us in Scripture is that at some point, you're going to have to let go of what are your burdens and let go of what are your heavy things, and you have to give it to him. There's this, right? That's what's insinuating. That's mm-hmm. why it's easy, and that's, and that's why, why it's light. Light. And it, That's why it can be light. Um, other Scriptures in the Bible say, cast your cares on the Lord. And it, that's just another way of saying we have to let go. So I kind of want to just take the next few minutes we have on this podcast to talk about um, how do we, what are, what are maybe two ways we can let go so that we could actually read Matthew eleven twenty eight and be like, you know what? Yeah, it's easy and it's light. I think life should be easy. I think following Jesus should be easy. It doesn't mean there won't be difficult times, but if I were to say it, like, it's easy because I'm following him. I'm drafting off of him. I'm leaning on him. I've let go and I've learned to trust him. We've identified right before we turned on these microphones, two things that we think Two practical things. I'm sure there's more, but two things that we're going to talk about today. That really have helped us. On how we let go. Yes. And one of them is resting, and the and other giving. one is giving. Um, I think those are two great ones. They're really great. Resting. Um, it's it's this perspective. I think resting puts you in the right perspective. Um, it's not resting like I'm tired, I need sleep, you know. Yeah, it's... it's it's like calming yourself. It's and I'm not talking about meditation. Although if you do that, I guess that's cool. I love when you wear yoga pants. By the way, <laughs> so, what guy does it? <laughs> oh, okay. okay, we're diverting again. Uh, God, <laughs> that's why Lululemon is making millions, <laughs> billions. <laughs> totally. Whoever invented the yoga, which pant, I love, that person some of the best deserves the Nobel Peace Prize. Best leggings. Just, just by the way. Okay, okay, back to topic. What are we talking about? Okay, about, okay. About I was reminded of this story, talking about resting and our perspective in life. I was reminded when Serenity, our daughter, who is now 14 and is on her basketball team, and we're going to her game in just a few hours. Um, but she, when she was in fourth grade, remember? You'll, you'll remember this. She was getting ready for school. It was the night before the first day of school. And she was in her room, and she was kind of having self-talk. She was super frustrated because she, we had bought her school supplies, but then she had downloaded that day um, an online list of school supplies and she had realized that we we missed a bunch of things on the list we were just guessing like pencils and papers and clips I and was kind of shooting for yeah, yeah. whatever she's our third child so we kind of knew what we're doing but she was very <laughs> upset she gets that from me she's compulsive that like she it didn't have precise. multiple things on yes. the list and then she was also trying to fit the things she did have in her new backpack and it wasn't working so I remember we were in the kitchen I'll never forget it and she's like having negative self-talk as a as a fourth grader in her room which is adjacent to our kitchen and she's she's like I can't I can't believe it. I can't, we didn't get it. And I, can't, I don't even have any money. Yeah, she's like, yeah. she's like, I don't have any money. I can't even buy these things. And what am I going to do? And she's like talking to herself. And we're listening. She's losing her mind. And I'm laughing. At like a, f- a fourth grader losing herself. We're in there giggling. I'm, and it's cute and adorable to me. Like but for her, of, it was real. It was and then she's like, I can't fit this in here. It won't fit. We didn't get a big enough backpack. I don't have any money she's to buy my supplies. They're not so going to let angst. me in. And I finally like walked around like, Serenity. Baby girl, like, and I'm trying not to laugh because I don't want to laugh at her, but it was hilarious. I'm like, relax, I'll buy the supplies. And she's like, you will? I'm like, yeah, like, what did you think? Like, I'll pay for that. And then you, like, in 10 seconds, put her things in and zipped her bag. And, like, everything, the problem was gone. Here's the thought. In two seconds. In her mind, in her fourth grade mind. the end of the moment. Absolutely. She was like, this is so big. She was so distraught. 
And w- us as her parents were literally laughing at how cute it was. Like, it wasn't a real problem. Like, in our mind, kind of so insignificant. Like, why in the world are you making this such and a big I deal? I think many times the problems we face in life, God is in heaven. And we're losing our stuff down here. We're like, I can't. I, how am I going to pay for it? I can't. Which make is it so happen. real. And, yeah, and it's Metal so real bills. to us. Utilities. But God's in heaven, almost giggling. Like, yeah. honestly, like I got you. Like I'll, I'll pay for it. I'll take care of it. I'll pack your bags. Like you know. And we get so worked up and so stressed out because it's like all on us. And I think that is the thing that resting does for us. Is it helps my perspective. Um, to see like, it's like, I'm going to rest and resting is an act of letting go. Like, all right, God, I'm just going to rest and trust that God's in control and it helps us to, to lean on him. I remember we first moved to Seattle almost 11 years ago. We came here with hardly any money and jobs that we had were a blessing, but they didn't pay the bills. We were $700 short every single month for six months. And I was pretty, you know, anxious, stressed out, stressed out. Both of us were, I was trying to start a new business and you know, I think at one point I just had to give up trying to understand. I, we said, okay, God, we're going to trust you. But I couldn't understand how this all was going to make sense. And I think I had to get to the point in my heart where I was just like, it doesn't make sense. And sometimes with God, it doesn't make sense. And I had to just let go. And unbelievable things happened. I mean, within months, the business started making tons of money. Oh, and, yeah. and however, you God saw sugar fit mama. To, to, to make every ends meet every single month for those first five, six months. And yeah. it was incredible. And it, we did our part, but you can only do what you can do. I think there's, you know, you have to decide like issues that you're facing in life. There's the God category and there's the man category. The man category is like things that you can actually directly impact and change, which it's kind of a small category, just so you know, like you can, you can work on your attitude. You can work on your perspective. You can, can I tell you who's not in the man go. category? Other people. Like you can't actually yeah. change other people. You can't change your wife, your husband, your brother, your sister, your neighbor. You can't change them. All you can do is change you. And you even need God's help to change you. And then there's the God category. Where God's going to have to show up if it's another person, if it's a situation that's bad. And you, what good does it do to worry about things outside of your control? I think we have to. And that's where resting becomes much more than just like a day off. It's where we, it's, it's, it's an act of faith. It's like, no, I'm going to rest. I actually can't do anything to make this better. So I'm going to have to trust. Right. And I'm going to have to let go and trust that God is in control. And there's a big difference between quitting and giving up and letting go. Quitting is an act of desperation. Letting go is an act of faith. That's so right. Quitting's like, I can't do it. No one can do it. It's, it's hopeless. Letting go is like, no, I can't do it, but God can. I'm going to rest in him. I'm going to trust in him. And I think that's... I um, think that's a remedy for anxiety. I, you know, people everywhere around us, and I've even experienced some of it myself, where it's just, you're so much anxiety, so much angst. And it's because there's such a sense of having to do it all on our own. And, and when you come to a space in your heart and mind of letting go and saying, okay, God, like... I'm going to let go and just leave all of the details up to you. And it just starts doing something to you where it's, it, it allows the, the, the action of rest to even begin. And one of the things we've been talking about with team members that we work with is creating margin. Um, and that's one of the ways you can intentionally rest um, and be intentional about it is create margin. And I think for me, I've always thought like margin for me is like I need a week off, you know, um, I, you know and that's not always realistic in fact. Um, a big way for me to get margin or you to get margin, we're pastors at a church, which you love, church home, is to take a Sunday off. Sunday's kind of Super Bowl for us every week. And like to miss a Sunday, you can get an enormous amount of margin because there's just so much emotional, physical, kind of mental right, it's our, work that you do, which thing. we love. Yeah. We get to, I mean, don't get me wrong. We, we get paid to do what we love most in the world. And I'm so grateful for that. But like 
it's not always realistic to miss every other Sunday, right? I'm a pastor. I should probably totally. be at church and I want to be at church. So how do we create margin? We've kind of talked about like you can create margin in the moment. Like for me, one of the ways I create margin is when I can, I cancel meetings or I, or I bow out of meetings. Like I cannot tell you what that does to me emotionally <laughs> to be like, Meeting canceled. Like, I literally, I'm getting happy Your life right is now. meeting. Oh, so God. if your life, if people are relating with you if they're, if they're in meetings a lot. But realizing that um, missing one meeting or one appointment or one commitment isn't going to end the world. Like, go yeah. ahead and just in the moment, call it. Maybe this Christmas season, you have five Christmas parties you're going to. Maybe you should just go to two, man. I, you know, for me, it's... <laughs> it, Cancel them. Yeah, for me, it's like the necessary no. I, I want to say yes to everything and how mm. I create margin for me me personally is just kind of learning to say no and and creating space to enjoy even this holiday season where I'm not just at every every Christmas party at every little event but just like enjoying the moment and learning to say no and saying yes to the right things love it creating margin in the moment I love the necessary no we should do a podcast just on that um like I think we both have ways that we create margin in the moment for me um I'll go get alone and I've, I've done this our whole marriage. Like for me, like I'll get home, I'll maybe have dinner with the family or we'll kind of hang out or whatever it is. And then I was like, I'll take an hour, sometimes two, but, and I'll just either go for a ride. I love to go by the lakes. We live in Seattle. So there's tons of great scenery, lakes and mountains. And I just go and I just get alone. I listen to music. Sometimes I read, sometimes I journal, sometimes I do nothing. I just get alone. Right. And I just kind of, I've always done that. My dad taught me that when I was a young man, I think it's important for me to kind of just be with God and you have other ways. Like, Whereas I kind of like need to unwind and just kind of stop and like silence myself. And kind of be by yourself more. You would like to go out with friends or you start businesses. <laughs> okay, we're getting a little too too excited. Uh, you no, but launch I think, companies. I think that's a personality um, thing. I think for me, I, being around <clears throat> the people that I so enjoy, easy to be around, having fun, being with family, going and grabbing something to eat or drink late at right. night. Or, you know, that to me is like, oh, kind of like, thank you. Watching a great movie is how I kind of rest. And, and doing the things that help you settle. It's like settling your soul. Yeah. You know, it could even be like, I love to exercise. Like that, that helps me completely start resting. Yeah. You and, and I have that in common. Like and, just start exercising. Like your abs look like my abs. Babe, you're sexy. So anyway, <laughs> but it, whatever it is, I think insult. it can be a personal it. thing, but I think you have to take a moment and ask yourself those questions. Like what helps me kind of unwind and give yourself permission to have those moments and learning to create the margin to do so. Love it. And then the second thing I think that helps us let go is, is giving. And for us specifically, we'll just jump in. It's like giving of our time, giving to other people, um, giving financially. For us, um, we have found, like we give to our church and we give more um, to other organizations. We, it's become a lifestyle for us. You know, there, there's that saying, like it's, it's more blessed to give than, than to receive. receive. Which I'm kind of like, but it is. It's 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 so it fun is. to give. It does something to like your soul, and I even if it's a simple gift, it's or not just a, it's not the amount or giving encouragement. Yeah. It's like it helps you become the Makes best version of yourself. Giving changes you. It helps you, and it causes you to rest and take a step. And if someone were to ask me, how do I let go? I would say the very act of giving, whether you give money, whether you give time, whether you give of your, of your service or your talents, the very act of that is, is, is trusting God. It's enabling you to let go. I don't think there's a more practical way to be like, hey, how do I, how do I let go of some of the stress and anxiety? It's like, well, give. And it's almost like you give it away. Um, <clears throat> you know, and I can, I can hear the people in podcast land being like, yo, man, I don't depend on God 
for finances. I don't depend on daddy and mommy for my money. I depend on me. You know, like the shoes on my feet, I bought them. The car I'm driving, I got it. Like, I love that song, right? And I get that. But I would, I would question it. Like, okay, so you depend on you solely. Really? And that's going to work for a while. It really? Will. Yeah, like, I would but- ask you this. Are you breathing? So try writing a check for your next breath. <laughs> Honestly. Seriously. Honestly, do you know how many times the human heart beats in one minute? Neither do I. But <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that we have nothing to do with that. So whether you, whether you want to admit you depend on God, you do depend on God. Like you're Hello. already depending on him. Don't get me started, girl. Um, you already depend on God. And so giving is one of the physical, tangible ways. I'm like, hey, I know I'm already dependent on God. I'm going to be intentional about it. And I'm going to give and I'm going to trust God. Whether I give money, whether I give time, whether I give words of encouragement, whether I give of myself, it puts me in this place to where I can quite literally let go. It's like that exhale. It's like, oh, like giving, that's what giving does. I think for me personally, it's like, oh, like it just does something to my soul. Um, I think God wants to help us do things that we can't do on our own. He wants to do things for us that we can't physically do. I can think of over the years, times where we needed a car. We couldn't physically afford a car. We were young. We had two kids. Um, we were making just very, very little money as pastors in Atlanta, Georgia. And I'll never forget the day where uh, a family in our church found out about the need and literally gave us an SUV, literally gave the keys to us. Um, and crazy. we weren't even that close with that family. Crazy. Granted, we were probably closer with them after that. <laughs> and I still, you know, um, was so grateful. But I'll never forget. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Multiple times. We could go down. You you had open heart surgery. Yeah. We had to pay. We got the bill. After insurance, I think we owed like 90000 close to hundred. I think it was 120000 And in my mind, it was might as well have been a million dollars. Right. Because I could just, pay 120000 back then. Crazy. The same way I could pay a million. In like, what was that, 2000 Yeah. Uh, something like that. And we, they, I remember getting the bill and being like, we're going to have to set up payments for the rest of our life. Like, we'll pay you $57 a month as long as we both show it. <laughs> Essentially, we would be married to that payment. It was like, oh my gosh. And when we called to set it up, um, there was some confusion. And they're like, hey, we don't, your account has been paid in full. And we're like, that's impossible. That's, yeah. Like, we, we got the bill. We were like, like wait a second. There's, it's like, it's like $100,000 that we still owe. And we don't have rich family members. It, absolutely not. I don't even know. Well, we did I, not grow then, up. I did not know people that even had it like didn't that. Didn't have a lot. That could just go and pay Our off. Our insurance a was not bill. even great. It was barely covering anything. And I remember. And I remember. And you know, we kind of attributed that because at one point we thought, like, hey, we're going to stop giving to the church to help pay for these bills. And I'll forget a great person in my life was like, why would you do that? Like, can you pay the bill? I'm like, no. He's like, what do you need? A miracle from God. He's like, okay. Well, then just keep being generous with your money and trust God. And I was like, good point. Mm-hmm. So we kept giving to the church. And it wasn't two months later that that bill was paid off. And you're like, oh, coincidence? I think not. It's happened way too many times in our life. It, so many times. And we could go over and over with. But God mm-hmm. wants to enable us to do things that we can't do on Absolutely. our own. Like he wants to do um, the impossible through us. So, Billy, what you're saying is that resting is, to the two things, is giving um, and so I think for someone who's listening, they're like, really? Like, me giving is actually going to help me rest? Could you just let me... Well, you no, know, you give me going to help you let go. Or let go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Resting and giving helps us let go. But I can hear kind of the thoughts of the listeners like, oh, I don't really... Okay, these guys are way off. Like, kind of give us like... Well, it's just my theory. I mean, I could it, be it, wrong. But I think it's a personal <laughs> thing that's really helped us, right? Yeah, and say? I think that's what we're saying. I, 
this is our personal experience. And I mean, I think a lot of people share these experiences, but I think there's more things you could add. Like, how do we let go in life? I think there's a lot of things you could probably say. For us, and in the time we've had, we've just chosen. So this is by no means an exhaustive list. This is resting and giving is ways that we let go. And and it's under this impression that we've just chosen to live through God. And these are ways that we kind of trust God because we do things have happened in our lives that we could not have done. You can't explain them. But it's because God. And these have been two very practical ways that we've done it. I remember remember when Serenity was really young, when she was like three or four, um, we used to play this game. We called it Jack Your Grill. Remember? Yeah. And so Serena and I would like, we would fight each other. And she she'd had like, two older brothers. She'd be like, I'm going to jack your grill. <laughs> you know? And she'd like fake the punch me. The cutest thing. Well, she'd really punch me, but you know, I can take it. And so, but I told the boys, because I'd wrestle with them. I was like, hey, when your sister's playing, we, we can't let her, we can't, she can't get hurt. If she gets hurt, I'm going to break your bones. Right? So I was like, so, but I want her to feel like she's a part. So when she hits you or when she pushes you, like overdo it, man. Like, over exaggerate. So when Serenity would push us, we'd like launch our bodies over the couch. Throw yourself. She'd punch me. I'd be like, you broke my ribs, you know? She and, would oh, love, she loved it. Oh and over gosh, time, made her day. my little three-year-old daughter came to believe that she could actually... Physically hurt you. Yeah, like if you were to walk <laughs> up to her back then and be like, who wins in a fight? You or your six-foot-one, 275-pound father? She wouldn't even blink. She'd be like, I beat daddy up every day. You know what I'm <laughs> she's, she's like, believing this. Yeah, I, it got so bad that there was one day I was carrying a dresser downstairs, and she came over. She's like, Dad, you need my help? And it wasn't a question. It was more of like, you, you, need, you need my help. Totally. She was telling me. Yeah, right. And I was like, oh, yeah, baby girl. I was waiting for you to show up. And so she starts to help me, which was literally hanging onto the dresser. She's and I kind of like carried dangling. her and the dresser. And you know, she, we get downstairs, and she's like, you're welcome. <laughs> and I'm like. And she said it so confidently. You're welcome, girl, Dad. I believe at that point, had like a perpetrator broken into our house, Serenity literally would have stepped in front of me and be like, I got this, Dad. Right. You know? And to me, it was hilarious, but she actually believed, and it dawned on me. Like, I was enabling Serenity as her father just to, to do things she could never do. Right? And she like, just trusted and rested in that. Right. Like and this she just confident believed it. little girl. And I think God is the same way. Like, when we trust God, when we let go, when we rest in Him, when we give, when we... When we do these things, it's like we enable God because he wants to do things in our lives that are literally impossible. But through God, you know, nothing's impossible. And I think that's why resting and giving and this thought of letting go is so important because it's more than just like taking a day off. That's good. Take a day off, please. But it is us living these lives that go beyond ourselves. And I think we're made for greatness. I think you're made for greatness. If you're listening to this podcast, we don't even know each other, perhaps, but... Um, God doesn't make mistakes, and the fact that you're breathing is proof positive that he still yes, has a plan for your incredible. life. And that plan's awesome, because God's awesome. So there's no mediocre plan out there, and if you've bought into this lie that like some people are going to do awesome things, and then other Others, people, yeah. maybe yourself, are just going to do mediocre things, false. God's got a plan for you, man, and he loves you. And, he's, and I think one of the ways to tap into that is to let go and let God, and for us, resting and and giving our two and I love that and I would continue to, to say like get around people who live life like this and it'll rub off on you and help you grow and change yeah I think so so from our house to yours Merry Christmas Merry Christmas Feliz enjoy your family Navidad. have fun and do cheers do to all drinking, the things drinking coffee and eggnog put a little eggnog in your coffee Ooh, this year yes all right bells will be ringing dinging the sad, sad <laughs> news. we love you thanks for listening you can rate and uh, leave leave a review we'd love to hear from you um, we're going to um, cover all kinds of topics. Only leave a review if it's a positive No, I want good, you know, negative feedback is good feedback yeah, sometimes. On, so thank on. you for uh, listening in and I hope you have a very merry, merry Christmas. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.